Hello, this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottage core life. Today, we've got wind going, and the snow was flying here in Michigan. The coyote was yipping all night across the street, you know, for his friends, and I was like, hey, that means that it's time to start putting the garden to bed. But one of the best things about this season, other than, you know, that part, is also going through the catalogs from the gardening centers and from the garden seed companies and dreaming and planning and hoping and wishing about what kind of garden you want to plant next year. So today is the wish episode. So take out your big book of stuff and turn to the gardening section. Because today I'm going to focus on wishing about berries I'd like to grow. So if you are thinking of planting berries next year, this is probably the episode for you. So let's get started. I'm pretty sure that not all of my listeners actually live in an area that's called the farm. I don't even live on the farm. I live in a nice little home. I live in a little section that has a nice little patch that I can use as a garden allotment. But not everybody's going to have that. So, what I can recommend is if you have to be indoors, maybe you're in an apartment and you can't get a balcony, or maybe there's just nowhere to garden outside for you. My friends, they used to live in housing in Centerline over here, which is a small city. And where they had their co-op, they were old military barracks. And as you can imagine, the homeowners association there is very strict about the appearance of the housing. And they also couldn't even have a huge flower pot next to their door. So for some of us and some of you, you, you just don't have that option. You know, I always haven't had the option. But I have always had plants. So, I'm also going to go over a little bit about mint in this episode. Because for some of us, that's the closest thing we can get. So you won't be left out, okay? Alright, but if you can get to some soil, and you can have a little space that you're allowed to share then this might be the best episode for you. And you might hear some wheezing. I'm an asthmatic after all, and it's a wheezy day, so excuse me. Now, I just took a moment to 
go take a few tablespoons, well, actually two real tablespoons and a few little teaspoons in actuality of my New England Blue Aster tincture. Because that wheezing is just, oh my goodness. You don't want to hear that in your ears. And it is helping. I can feel that burn spreading through my chest. I have a very gracious and kind friend here in Michigan. She lives in Detroit. She runs a couple of urban farms and every year she makes sure I get a large amount of New England Blue Aster tincture because she cares and she knows that as an asthmatic you never know when you might need some that's also one of the reasons I grow lemon verbena every year the lemon verbena tea helps as well now I do use allopathic medicine don't get me wrong I have my albuterol sulfate and all the little potions and pills that modern medicine likes to give us but you know, I have my backup, my backup team too there. So, if my my wheezing uh, continues through this episode, it'll it'll uh, probably get a little shorter than I would like. And for that, my apologies. But this is going to be a series because we can't cover all the berries in one episode. So, I guess you call this part one. So back to our episode. Now, I guess the easiest thing that I would probably look at expanding for my garden is something I already have. And that's blackberries. Specifically, I have a blackberry vine. Or rather, several blackberry vines. And they're thornless. So if I were to, say, start someone off with something easy to grow, because they're, I promise you they're going to grow, as long as you don't harm them, they, they will grow and spread, I'd recommend getting a nice thornless blackberry berry vine. Now your first year, you're probably not going to get berries unless you find someone who sells you a vine that already grew last year. They only grow on the second year. But once you get that thing going, those flowers are so pretty. And you'll be helping the bee population. And other things, of course. Just make sure you take time to catch them quickly. Because blackberries will get buggy on you. It is a beautiful plant to grow. I'd say start at least with five if you can. Or take that vine or cane as some people call it, which is not quite right for this one. And divide it up a little bit. Just make sure you have enough with a leaf node on each piece. And um, grow yourself a little patch. That's what I'd do. 
So maybe um, I think that's definitely what I'm looking at for next year is to expand that patch. Now let's just say you want to maybe put a little bite into your your berry patch. And you like blackberries. Well, instead of the thornless vine, go with the full-out thorny blackberry canes. They are delicious and they will grow as well. But they grow a little bit differently. And you really want to train them. Uh, You don't want them to get away from you. Keep in mind that if there are small children nearby... They, they'll probably, put, you know, snare their clothing on it. Which is good or bad, depending on whether you want them to be able to wander into your allotment or into your uh, section of growing your berries. I would even recommend that if you wanted to make a nice little fence or a little bitty hedge, that growing blackberry would be a pretty tasty way of doing it and uh, the children will probably come and pick your plants but that's okay there'll be plenty to go around after a couple of years and just think of all the jam Mm, I love blackberry jam I love blackberry pies I love blackberry jelly cookies I just like blackberry (laughs) I just really do and there's things you can do with the leaves and uh, legend has it you know because we like folklore the blackberry leaves are good for drawing money not really uh, sure whether or not that's why you'd grow them personally I grow them for the berries did say that I was going to talk to people who might not be able to get outside as much. For those who are stuck indoors, blackberry vines I've never seen grown indoors. But I would imagine if you have a greenhouse or a a nursery built onto your home or even uh, an aquaponic setup, you could, but You'd need to make sure they got plenty of sun and it would have to be a very large space because they wander. It's what they do. So, unless you have a lot of space, I don't know that I'd recommend having them indoors. But I'm not the boss of you. I can't tell you what to do. I mean, you might be able to do it. Maybe you have an orangery and you can do that. Now, if you don't know what an orangery is, because you're here in the United States, and that term isn't used very often, this is your homework today. Look up what an orangery is. Woohoo! And I promise, it's not an orchard. Well, it's not an outdoor orchard, I'll put it that way. But definitely, um, maybe not blackberry indoors. So, 
It's not the same. It's true. But maybe I could interest you in a tasty mint that you can grow inside. Because I don't want to leave you out of this episode. So, let's get to it. choose to grow a blackberry tree, a small one, out of a blackberry bramble indoors, that's perfectly fine, and I wish you well, but it's going to take a lot of care from what I've researched. But instead, if you're stuck indoors, maybe consider a mint. There's a mint called Berries and Cream. And I know that right now, on a certain social media platform, there's a weird fascination with berries and cream from a commercial for a cereal, but it's, it has nothing to do with that. But there is a berries and cream scented and flavored mint by Jim Westerfield. He developed this mint and... You have to go through someone authorized to sell it. But there's no reason you can't buy it and grow it yourself. You just can't sell it yourself. You buy it and you grow it and you keep it for your own. But that's one way to bring some berries, at least the smell and taste, into your small garden home. And of course, if you have an outdoor garden, you can definitely grow this mint in a pot or if you are just a bit of a chaotic person and are brave you can put it in the ground just remember once you put mint in the ground you have mint in the ground of spirit in you I would definitely think about another plant and this is on my wish list because I have a very large wish list another plant I would consider growing indoors or outdoors would be wintergreen that way you'd have the combination of an indoor or outdoor plant but it also would have berries and you could enjoy it. It's not as temperamental um, or as aggressive as a blackberry would be. And when I say wintergreen, I do mean the flavoring you get from certain chewing gums. It's real, it's a real plant. The berries should be coming in soon in certain parts of uh, Michigan. It's a good thing to uh, gather a few if you can, but remember when you gather, don't be greedy. And if there's only a few, leave it be. Just just leave it alone. Go buy some from an ethically sourced area or supplier and let that area grow because it's important that we're good stewards. So 
if you do find some, take just enough, you know, for your pocket. You don't have to act like you're a commercial grower. And if you're able and fortunate, uh, pick some up at your local greenhouse and grow your own. It's a beautiful thing. And uh, the best part is if you have a balcony, you could leave it outside and let it the, toast, the snow touch it. And it should be fine. topic of things you might forage and enjoy that's a berry and that you can grow indoors or outdoors I guess I would be remiss if I didn't talk to you about a certain aggressive plant and that plant is ground cherry ground cherry is one of the first things I grew trying to grow a berry plant and I didn't know that the name ground cherry didn't mean what it sounded like it's like a it's a lantern like a little uh, lantern plant but and it has a husk um, the thing about it is it says ground cherry and I have a sweet tooth so when I grew this little thing with all the little hanging pretty you know berries with the little husks on them I was looking forward to getting tiny little tastes of sweet cherry so imagine my disappointment and surprise when I found out they were closer to little tomato flavors than than cherries I I was uh, my feelings were hurt I was really hurt but if that's your flavor and you like that then I definitely recommend growing these indoors or outdoors. Just keep in mind, they seed aggressively. They will drop those ground cherries onto the ground, and wherever they drop next year, they will grow. It is not if they'll grow. They will grow. And if you're not careful, they will take over your garden. They are everywhere. It took us five years to root them out. But if you like them, you can pickle them and enjoy. So I guess we've reached the end of this episode. My intention was to perhaps include raspberries, but... Raspberries have their own episode, you know, that needs to happen. I'd also like to take a moment to give my sincerest apology for the lag in episode production. I haven't been feeling my best. And I do like to try to offer consistent content as much as I am able But my body is not cooperating with me as much as I would like. And I do love spending time with my friends, so I'll be recording several episodes today as a thank you and as an I'm sorry to get us going. 
back up to speed. It is cold and my older self isn't as adaptive as I'd like it to be to the weather. Not old yet, but I'm getting older. And I love spending time with my friends when I'm not under the weather. And we're friends, right? You have to forgive me for the wheezing you may have heard during the episode, too. I look forward to seeing you on my next episode of My Magical Cottagecore Life. Also, I would like to point out that there is a book out now. Calico and Kindness is a magazine. So watch for it on my Facebook. So until next time, take care of yourselves and stay in from the cold.